Hello and namaste from Pallavi. Welcome to Eco-Friendly Kind World. I'm back with yet another episode with a climate activist. And today in this episode, I have somebody very special. His name is Aziz and he's just 23 years old and he's from Nigeria. Climate change is real. All the species on earth are facing the real threat. And it is the time that we collectively work together and stop procrastinating. So let's hear from Aziz what he is doing as climate action. Hi Aziz, welcome to Eco-Friendly Kind World. How are you doing? Hi Pallavi, thank you for having me on this um, podcast and I'm doing pretty well. How about you? I'm great, absolutely fine. Thank you so much for accepting to come on my podcast. So Aziz, let's hear from you. Can you tell our listeners about yourself and the climate action initiatives which you are doing? All right, Palavi, thank you so much for having me once again. And it's a pleasure to be on this um, um, episode today. Uh, um, my name is Aziz, just like Palavi I've shared with you all. And I'm from Nigeria. I'm a 23-year-old young professional from Nigeria. And I have a background in engineering. So uh, I volunteer with quite a number of NGOs, like the Commonwealth with Climate Change Network, where I serve as the policy and advocacy chair. I'm also a global citizen fellow and a global shaper within my local community. Um, in September and November, I've had the opportunity to attend two different climate-related conferences. One is the Youth for Climate in Italy, and the other is, uh, is the COP26 in UK in Glasgow. So I've got to oh, you, experience you were, what's you were a part of that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was actually part of that. Um yeah, so um yeah, just briefly that's that's what I'm doing currently and why now that's great. So Aziz, can you tell that at what age uh, you know you have started and how you got to know about climate change and what has motivated you to take climate action? Okay, so five years ago I had um, this experience um, in um, in Lagos State where um, I once was and um, it was a flooding experience and this kind of like triggered I had known about climate change as a young person in my school. Um, there's this subject called geography where I got to learn about climate change, but I, I didn't really see it as a major threat then until I experienced it, um, you know, and I, I experienced the effects, one of the effects, which is flooding. So that day, my brother and I was stuck on the bridge and it started raining heavily and then, you know, everywhere got flooded. and this. Is a very, very terrible experience, really. Um, it could have been worse than that, but I just knew that I had to go back home that day, you know, trying to understand what could have caused it and how, like what's really going on. Then I started discovering, you know, it bit by bit online, how, um, you know, governments um, have a major role to play and how ourselves, individuals, also have a major role to play and how the private sector, how everyone, every single stakeholder has a role to play in the fight against the climate crisis. So yeah, that's um, how my journey started. And I started advocating for climate justice, 
started advocating for integration of adaptation and resilience solutions, especially for the most vulnerable communities in Africa and small state islands, you know, across the world, especially in the global south, just global south countries. Yeah. I see. Yeah, exactly. Very well said that everybody has a role to play. I mean, we can't just blindly blame the government, you know, to implement some policies. And definitely government has to do their part. And as an individual, it is everybody's responsibility to do their part. Right. That That's really great to hear from you. And five years ago means you have been very young when you have started your climate action journey. Great. So Aziz, uh, could you please uh, tell more about your initiatives, what you are doing and, uh, uh, you know, during COVID, there were a lot of restrictions. I'm sure there must be in Nigeria as well. So how you have facilitated uh, those initiatives uh, having so much restrictions around? Okay, so um, during COVID in 2022, when the lockdown um, was um, initiated, I knew that you know there's restriction in terms of movements and now, so I had to think of innovative ways to keep advocating. And um, I started a podcast called the Earth Podcast. So I invited you know country coordinators from Earth Day Network and um, UN, the UN um, Environment Program, the Africa Coordinator for the UN Environment Program. We had like dialogues and. We discussed, and you know, how individuals can take action, how everyone, how every stakeholder can take action um, in the fight against the climate crisis. And it was a very good way. I was able to leverage um, online platforms to push, like social media, to push and to get people to care about these issues. Because I mean, people can only take action when they actually care about it. If they don't care about it, then they won't bother. They will feel like. Oh, I have some money and I don't need them. I feel like I'm not going to be threatened by this. So if, if anything happens, if my property gets destroyed, I can build another one. So, but people need to care about it. Whether you're rich, whether you're poor, you need to care about it. And that was why I started that podcast. And it's really helped to, you know, convince. In fact, I was surprised with how much reach the podcast had. I didn't know that it was going to have this much impact. But yeah, any, I, like for me then, I just knew that whatever I was doing, I feel like it wasn't too small. So you also need to understand that whatever you're doing is not too small to make a difference. You must take any little action you're taking. If every single person in the world takes one small action, then it's, you know, it ramps up um, and it forms that magnifying effects of, you know, so much impact. So um, we need to do whatever we can, no matter how small it is, to um, fight the climate crisis. And um, that's just one out of several other initiatives that I've launched over the past two years. Another one is called the Youth Lead SDG 13 Action Challenge. And this was sponsored by the Commonwealth Secretariat and the Commonwealth Program within the Commonwealth Secretariat. And we had like um, young people, we called on young people to take climate action um, to support the most vulnerable people. So we had like four thematic areas as young people and children, women, people with disabilities and refugees that are being displaced due to climate due to climate change. So our focus was on that and we had like different actions um, that we wanted young people to take to support this particular target group that are being affected by climate change. 
and then we are, we are rewarding young people for doing that. So we are encouraging them, we are providing the support they need to do that. So that's one. Then within my local community where I reside in Loring, Loring is a city, is like a city in um, the capital city in Kwara State within Nigeria. So um, I'm one of the founding global shapers within this um, within the Loring community. So and um, we initiated this campaign called um, a strategic climate action plan for Eloring communities. So what we've done with this campaign is that where we we developed flood risk maps. So we are able to forecast areas that could be flooded due to uh, different criteria like the amount of rainfall. You would have noticed that in different regions across the world, you know, it's either the rainfall is getting more frequent and more, um, you know, more hazardous or in some areas it, it could be that it's now snowing more than ever in some areas it could be that the heat wave is just too much so these are the, all the effects that we're seeing the direct effects of climate change so um, for me my local community in Ilori, it's one of the major challenges flooding so we have a lot of flooding and what we've done with that um, project is to develop flood risk maps so this will allow us to predict that this area is going to be flooded and we can integrate early warning systems. We can help people, we can help farms, we can help markets thrive and adapt to this situation. So that's why um, we are doing that and we want to really support people. Our focus here is climate adaptation and resilience and um, also compelling um, developed countries to provide resources, not just resources, um, but funds in form of grants and not loans because we're already indebted. So if they're giving us loans, then it's not helping us. So we need um, grants to help support initiatives like the one I have within my local community to um, help us build adaptation and resilience because it can only be fair if developed countries are able to support developing countries and least developed countries in the climate crisis. Yeah. So yeah, that's just, those are just um, one out of... Um, a few other initiatives I have. yeah i mean that, that's really wonderful and you're you're doing a lot and uh, at this point i can just say more power to you and may your tribe grow and you get all the resources and all the grants which you are looking for and that that's a great way to leverage the social media for a good cause and very well said. I, I agree with that, that you should not worry about, you know, starting starting with something big because, uh, you know, when, when everybody takes that small actions, it collectively becomes big automatically, right? So definitely, I mean, there, there's a lot, uh, you know, a lot to learn from you. And I, I'm sure that you are able to create that impact and your message reaches to many more. And today also all the listeners who are listening to this podcast, they'll get a lot of ideas how they can start as an individual. You are an inspiration for the world. Great. So Aziz, one last question to you. So uh, can you just uh, tell a little about your future initiatives and uh, a, a last message to the listeners? Okay, all right. Um, thank you so much, um, Palavi, and um, thanks for your kind words. Um, yeah, um, I think that um, moving forward, um, 
you know, I've, I've got some initiatives going on, like the um, adaptation and uh, resilience projects. And um, really, just like you said, we have to start small and then scale it, right? So I'm looking forward to scaling those projects in the future. So, um, so I can scale them if I'm able to get more resources, more partnerships, more meaningful collaborations, and more meaningful engagement, and then grants to help you know scale some of these uh, initiatives. So if I'm able to get that, I'll be able to scale them in 2022, and also and beyond, really. So um, that's one. The other one is the Youth Lead SDG 13 campaign. So in the year 2022, I'm also looking forward to leading this and um, getting the support of the Commonwealth to you know, re reward young people who are taking climate action and to um, help scale their impact. So really, um, my last words or my final words would be that um, we've been saying this like throughout the whole podcast. Um, no matter how small uh, it is or how small it may seem to be, um, do take action. Um, it could, and this, this could, this could range from you just making different lifestyle choices. It could be you deciding to walk that morning instead of taking the taxi. It could be you deciding to cycle to walk that morning instead of taking a taxi or taking um, any other means of um, um, transport that could um, result in more emissions. You know, so if, if you start by making this kind of choices, it could be deciding to eat less meats, it could be deciding to um, take more veggies, you mean? At the end of the day, when you look at it overall, all these things are helping you, like they're helping your health, really. When you decide to walk, then you exercise your body, right? When you decide to eat veggies, you get nutrients that is good for your body. So you're not just helping yourself, you're also helping the planet, you're helping everyone else around you and across the world. You're being a global citizen. So no matter how small your action is, just take it anyways. It could be by telling your friend about it. You, you've done it, you're telling them about it. Okay, that they should. So it could be by influencing others. There is a lot of power in influence, so you can leverage on that too. And then, um, yeah, don't be scared to, to go out there and just do what you want to do, really. Um, just like we said, whatever you're doing, don't look at it as being too small. Just start someday. Start, just start already, you know. If you keep looking at it, you will keep procrastinating and, oh, until when I get the funding to start something, I won't do it. No, don't look at that. Just have whatever you can with the little resources that you can, uh, that you have access to, to start it. And then teach others to do the same thing. Empower others to do the same thing. Um, like, an example is the Youth Lead SDG testing campaign. That campaign actually adds zero funding for its operations and management. So um, it, the, the only funding that went into that project was just the funding for the prizes that were awarded to young people. So it means everything was totally voluntary. So we had used our network, we had used our own personal resources because we cared about it and we we're passionate about this. We wanted to see a difference. So I'm encouraging you too to um, look at that kind of mindset and follow that pathway. And then we can secure a better future for our world. Thank you for that. 
I absolutely wow very very well said I hope our listeners have got the message so it it is just you can start with a very small you know at your daily by changing your daily actions like uh, instead of taking you know your own vehicle you can take a public transport uh, instead of you know going by car you can actually ride a bicycle definitely in that way you it's uh, you're not just helping yourself but also helping the planet i couldn't agree more very well said that was a really inspiring conversation aziz thank you so much for accepting this invite and yeah more power to you all the very best for all your future initiatives thanks a lot yeah thank you for that thank you so much and thank you all for listening Thank you.